بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم دا ورلڈ از اے پلیس آف ٹیسٹ دا ریزن بہائنڈ دا کریشن آف مین اینڈ جن از اونلی ابادا اینڈ دا اویلیبلٹی آف آل ورلڈلی پلیجرز کمفرٹس اینڈ گڈز از اونلی ٹو فلفل ونز نیڈ اینڈ ایٹ لیسٹ آفٹر فلفلنگ ونز نیڈ to bank whatever remains in the treasure of Allah Ta'ala for one's own benefit and need then how one's own benefit and need then how negligent, regretful and devastating would it be to engross ourselves in it forgetting the laws of Allah Ta'ala turning a blind eye as to why we have come into this world why we have been given all this and wherein have we involved ourselves True regret will be experienced when this hard-earned wealth which a person hoarded by sparingly using it on himself goes into the ownership of others while he leaves this world all of a sudden empty-handed. If we have a portion of intelligence, we will sit in complete solitude for a little while in one corner of our homes to ponder and reflect that if the angel of death has to approach me at this moment, what will happen to me? What will become of all this wealth which was earned and hoarded after long years of labor? Hazrat Wahab bin Munabbah rahimahullah says that there was a king who intended to visit and inspect the condition of the land of his kingdom. He ordered a royal dress which was brought. He disliked it. A second one was brought which he did not like either. In short, after many refusals, he wore a very fine dress. He also ordered a conveyance. An excellent horse was presented which he disliked. The horse was returned. A second and a third horse was ordered, all of which he disliked. Then all the horses were brought forward. Amongst them he chose the finest horse and mounted it. At this time, Shaitan, the accursed, blew even more pride in him. He mounted the horse with a lot of pride. This is the thing that has always been the downfall. The downfall of Shaitan, who was Azazil, Mu'allimul Malaika, he was the teacher of the Malaika in the heavens. What dropped him was takabur, pride. And this has always become the downfall of anyone that became proud. He mounted the horse with a lot of pride. A train of servants and soldiers walked with him, but Out of pride and haughtiness, he did not even look at them. En route, a very distressed person clad in old rags met him. He greeted the king. The king paid no attention towards him. The distressed person caught the reins of the horse, whereupon the king reprimanded him. Leave the reins. How dare you catch hold of my horse's reins? The person said, but I have work with you. The king replied, if that is the case, then have patience. When I dismount, you can mention it to me. The person insisted, no, I have to mention it now. Saying this, he forcefully grabbed the reins. The king said, mention what you have to say. He replied, no, it is a secret. I will say it in your ear. The king lowered his ear. He said, I am Malakul Moth. I have come to take your life. Hearing this, the king's face turned pale and his tongue began to stutter. The king said, give me some time to go home, to arrange my goods and to meet my family. 
The angel of death replied, there is no respite. Now you will never see your house nor your wealth. After saying this, the angel of death pulled out his soul and he fell down from his horse like a dry piece of wood. This is a thing to sit and ponder and reflect upon. That if my last moment had to come now, am I ready for it? If my last moment had to come now, at that time, what I would be thinking, I wish I had already done. I wish I had sorted out. I wish I had cleared up. Which amanats of people I would have liked to have already returned. Who I would have liked to already have asked for forgiveness for something that I might have done to them. And all the one dozen and one things or one hundred and one things that might come at, to mind at that time that I wish I had done this. But if that last moment has come away, then wishing about it is too late. But now that we still have this chance, Allah Ta'ala has still given us his life, to sit down and think about what I would have been thinking at that time, and then start doing those things. Not to wait for that moment, but to start putting those things into action. Thereafter, Malakul Moth went to a pious Muslim. The pious Muslim was also traveling towards a certain place. The angel of death greeted him. The pious man replied by saying, Wa alaykum as The angel of death told him, some, death told him, I want to tell you something in your ear. He replied, say it. The angel of death said, I'm Malakul Mawt. He replied, very well, welcome. Blessed is the arrival of him whose separation was very lengthy. In the hadith it comes that al-mawtu jisrun that mawt, death this is a bridge yusilu al-habiba ila al-habib that it causes the lover to meet the beloved the banda of Allah Ta'ala the servant of Allah Ta'ala wishes to meet Allah Ta'ala his beloved he has to cross this bridge so mawt is this bridge so when the time really comes and he sees that this bridge has come which I can cross over now so he is more than happy to now cross this bridge. So he replied, very well, welcome. Blessed is the arrival of him whose separation was very lengthy. Of all the people who are distant from me, I did not desire to meet them as I desired to meet you. The angel of death tells him, complete that work quickly for which you have left your home. The pious person replies, I do not like any work more than meeting with Allah Ta'ala. The angel of death informed him, I will ex extract your soul in whatever condition you wish to die. The person replies, I give you the choice. The angel of death says, I have been ordered to follow your desire. The person says, very well, let me make wudu and perform salah. When I go into sajda, then you can extract my soul. The person began offering his salah and he went into sajda and his soul was extracted. This is when it will really count. At this time, when a person is in the midst of all the aspects of dunya, then sometimes these things seem very distant, seem something far away, seem something that, well, when the time comes, we will see, as we just said, that moth is a bridge. Often we use this expression, we'll cross, cross that bridge when we come to it. But this is one bridge which we have to be prepared long in advance. And a person who has undertaken some sacrifices in dunya, he has crushed his ego, 
removes that pride, he has crushed those haram desires. That time when the angel of death arrives, that is a time he will appreciate the payback of all these sacrifices he made. Because at that time, he will have this great honor of leaving the dunya in such a way. Just to read a few more couplets from the Muraqabah of Maut by Khaja Azizul Hassan Majzub Rahmatullah A few of them were recited before. So to continue from there, he further says that Kaysay Kaysay Ghar Ujhare Maut Ne Khel Kitno Ke Bigare Maut Ne Peltan Kya Kya Pachare Maut Ne Saro Qad Qabro Me Gare Maut Ne So what types and designs of houses did not death devastate? Many huge buildings had been built before. Buildings which nowadays no building can compare with. But over time, those just became ruins. Some of them became ruins where people still just go and see what was here at one point in time, those ruins. Some there's no sign of it left. And Khel Kitno Ke Bigare Motne. How many people's play did death not spoil? People had a lot of amusements and a lot of play. And dunya itself had become a pastime for them, had become a playground for them. But eventually, that came and spoiled that whole, whole play. And what gigantic forms did death not subdue? <coughs> death buried their whole statues in the graves. Ek din marna hai, akhir maut hai. Kar le jo karna hai, akhir maut hai. One day you will taste death. That is the ultimate. Do as you please. Finally, death will come. Kuch ha e be khabar hone ku hai. Ta bake ghaflat sahar hone ku hai. Baand le tosha safar hone ku hai. Khatam har farde bashar hone ku hai. Saying, O ignorant one, you are to depart shortly. For how long will this negligence remain? The break of dawn is near. In other words, the dawn of akhirat. Very soon this dawn of akhirat will break and a person will have to move on. Prepare provisions. The journey is about to commence shortly. The end of every human is certainly going to occur. Ek din marna hai, akhir maut hai. Kar le jo karna hai, akhir maut hai. Nafs aur shaitan hai, khanjar aur dar bagal. War hone ku hai, e ghafil sambal. Aana jaye dino imam e khalal. Baaz a, ha baaz a, e bad amal. Says nafs and shaitan, they have a dagger hidden in their side. Dunya also deceives a person with a dagger in the side. And nafs and shaitan the same. Present a very, very appealing picture in front to trap the person. As soon as he's in the clutches, then they stab him with a dagger in the back. And a person now becomes the victim of nafs and shaitan. Gets himself involved in all kinds of evil, all kinds of things that harm his dunya and destroy, harm his deen and destroy his dunya also. The attack is going to be launched Hence, O negligent, be firm and alert. Let, let not any deficiency come in deen and iman. Stop. Yes, abstain, O you transgressor. Ek din marna hai, akhir maut hai. Kar le jo karna hai, akhir maut hai. One day you will taste death, which is ultimate. Do as you please, death will finally come. Daf atan sar par jo aap onchi ajal. Phir kaha tu aur kaha darul amal. 
جائے گا یہ بے بہا موقع نکل پھر نہ ہاتھ آئے گی عمر بے بدل سڈنلی دا سیکر دیٹ از ڈیتھ کیم اپون دا ہیڈ آخر موت ہے کر لے جو کرنا ہے آخر موت ہے تجھ کو غافل فکر اقبا کچھ نہیں کھان دو کا عیش دنیا کچھ نہیں زندگی چند روزہ کچھ نہیں کچھ نہیں اس کا بھروسہ کچھ نہیں او یو نیگلیجنٹ دا واری آف دا آخرت مینز نتھنگ ٹو یو ڈو ناٹ بی ڈیسیوڈ دا لگژری آف دس ورلڈ از میئرلی اے ڈیسیپشن دا قرآن شریف آلسو اللہ تعالیٰ سیز وم الحیات الدنیا come. The few days of this life is a deception. Reliance on it is fruitless. Indeed, totally fruitless. Ek din marna hai, aakhir maut hai. Kar le jo karna hai, aakhir maut hai. Allah Ta'ala give us a topic of preparing for death, having everything in order, all our affairs. Allah Ta'ala keep, make it such that it is in order. Sometimes, person, once in a while these calls come, please make dua. Dua for what? I have received a call. I have an appointment. I have to meet with the receiver of revenue. So now, please make dua. And the desperation in the person's voice also is, you don't have to ask about it. But that is a reminder about, because this is now giving an account of what's going on. In front of who? One insan like us. But yes, he has a little bit some authority of maybe putting a person into some little pressure. But this is a reminder of our accountability on the day of Qiyamat. That this, at the most, some dunya will go. If a person didn't have his things in order, at the most, some dunya will go. Which he can then later on still recover in some way. If he has life, things will carry on, he'll still recover. But when that call comes or that email comes or whatever, the person's whole temperament changes. His whole health is now suddenly affected. And he's in a state of total gabrat, as they say. But at the most, all he can lose is some dunya. What about at that time when a person has now already suddenly gone to the akhirat? Where is he going to get the chance to come back to do anything? So these situations are to remind us of that real accountability. Accountability in front of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to prepare for that day. Allah Ta'ala take us in a condition that we are totally ready for death and all our affairs in dunya are all in order. Our matters with people are in order. 
the hukukul law all fulfilled hukukul ibadah also all fulfilled allah taala give us tawfiq subhanallah bihamdi subhanallah inshallah be correct